Yo, today's QOD is never let anyone tell you what you can't do, especially if they haven't done it. Here we go. Today's show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We are leading off the week with our main man, Les Brown. And today, Les is going to talk about the realities of life, that you are going to take hit after hit. You're going to hit obstacle after obstacle, but it is up to you to keep going. Don't park. Stay in the game. He's also going to talk about being willing to take a risk. Because when you take risks, there's rewards on the other side. And last but not least, he's going to encourage you to surround yourself with the right people. Les Brown's coming up. Here's something else to stop most people. You know what it is? Failure. Let us say together, I will fail my way to success. Yes, write that down. I will fail my way to success. See, 8 out of 10 millionaires have been financially bankrupt. 85% of people allow their fear of failure to outweigh their desire to succeed. And I believe that the reason that most people uh, go so far in life and stop, Maya Angelou said it best. She, she wrote a poem. She said that most people go so far in life and then they park. They pull off the highway of life especially when they get some hits, especially when they've been rejected, especially if they have an illness, especially if they lose something. They, they talk, and, and I take it further. They don't even turn on their emergency lights. It's not because uh, that, that they are broken down. They don't want anybody to stop and say, hey, look here, I've got some jumping cables in my trunk. You need, you need a jump? Hey, look here. There's a service station ahead about three or four miles. I have a can. I can take you up there and get some gasoline. Oh, no. I'm just fine. I I had a talk show once, and highest rated, fastest canceled talk show in the history of television. (laughs) Well, at least I had one. (laughs) And... And I was excited. You know, when the time I came into television um, years ago, television was based upon conflict and controversy. So I said, I want a solution-oriented talk show. First concept of that kind. High ratings. And the syndicators say, you just got lucky. Come on, let's do these other type of shows. You can be uh, a Jerry Springer. Oh, no, that's not why I came here. No, I, I believe that we live in the greatest country world where we should hold ourselves to certain standards. I, I'm not going to come here and sell out on who I am. I'm not going to compromise. I'm not going to lower my standards for you. No, that's not why I showed up. And so they fired me. <laughs> Security walked him out. I said, I can walk by myself. <laughs> but let me tell you what happened. I took a hit, and I parked. It wasn't that... I didn't have the ability to do more. My concept was good. But what happened when I took the hit, when they canceled the show, I canceled myself. When they said the show is going to be taken off television, it won't work, I told myself, Les, you can't succeed in television. And I parked. You know what I did? I went back to my comfort zone. As a motivational speaker, at least I'm doing better than most people. That's nothing to compare yourself to worse that other people are doing and then make yourself feel better. No, I parked. 
I didn't have my emergency lights on. I didn't want to show up on the radar. I parked. You know how long I parked? I parked for 10 years. Do you hear me? Now, unlike Regis Philbin, when his shows were canceled, he kept going. He kept going. He kept going. And he got other shows. I bet you somebody gave him a push. Somebody said, hey, you need a lift. I didn't even make that an option for me. I got off the highway. I went to back to my comfort zone, and I parked. The show failed, and I identified myself as a failure. And guess something happened. One day, just flipping the channels, looking at PBS, and saw Wayne Dyer, my friend Wayne Dyer. And boy, I said, Wayne, we're both in our 60s. Wayne is still doing it. Wow, the little hair he has, it's gray. He's still there. <laughs> I said, hey. I've got some more stuff in me. I've got another PBS special in me. I've got, I've got some other ideas. You know, you Oprah and Phil, they're doing my stuff. Maybe I need to come back out here. And I, and I went back and started calling PBS and, and different people. They said, Les, what happened to you? I said, well, um, I, I didn't know whether or not anybody would be interested in me because the show was canceled. No, no, you had some good ideas. And when they said, yeah, we would love to do a show with you. I said, you what? They said, yes, and when I went into the studio and, and people that worked with 10 years ago, they were still there. And I said, guys, you know, do you guys still have it? I said, we have it, do you have it? I said, I think so. <laughs> and I did the show and I wasn't as good as I was 10 years ago because I was off the highway. I'd gotten off the highway of life. I, I'd been parked for so long, it's taking me some time to get my strength back, to find my power, to get my confidence back. But at least I'm back out there in the game, determined to dry empty. So I say to you, see, I only attract millionaires of millionaires in training. He's gonna get that in a minute. You have something special. You have greatness within you. And the only reason you are here, you are my assignment. You can feel me. Some of you feel me right here in your heart of hearts. And my goal in, is to get past your mind and into your heart. So it's necessary that you, you have the mindset that I can do this. You've got to begin to believe and to fortify that belief and feed that belief by listening to tapes, going to seminars and workshops, by challenging yourself, by stretching yourself. It was Osborne who said, unless you attempt to do something beyond that, which you've already mastered, you will never grow. And, and as you begin to challenge yourself, you'll discover some things about yourself that you don't know right now. The other thing is you begin to look at yourself, look at your dreams, and, and, and begin, begin to experiment and stepping into your greatness. One of the things is very important. Whatever goals and dreams that you have, repeat after me, please. Make your move before you're ready. <laughs> yeah, Price Pritchard, who's a great, great motivator and, and, and trainer, said, make your move before you're ready. We're in, instructed in, in life to walk by faith and not by sight. See, you want to really begin to stretch yourself. You want to become a risk taker. You want to raise the bar on yourself. Most people won't do that. See, most people engage in low-life living, low-risk living. This God said, if you're not willing to risk, you cannot grow. And if you cannot grow, you cannot become your best. And if you cannot become your best, you can't be happy. And if you can't be happy, then what else is there? I like what Helen Keller said. Life is short and unpredictable. Eat the dessert first. <laughs> and so... You want to begin to take some chances. You want to begin to challenge yourself and make it okay to fail and learn from your failures. Don't allow fear of failure 
and the, the, the allure, the attractiveness of playing it safe in life to draw you in. You can't get out of life alive. You've got to die to leave here. Other thing is you look at yourself, look at your dreams, detoxify your life, write that down. See, I think that most people never achieve their true goals in life because they're surrounded with too many toxic, negative, energy-draining people. You've got to look at the people in your life and ask yourself the question, what is this relationship doing to me? How is it impacting my life? Am I a better person? Sidney Portier wrote a book called The Measure of a Man. And it, it, it's powerful, but I encourage you to get the tapes. I love his voice. And, and he said something in there. He said, when you go for a walk with someone, something happens unconsciously. It's not spoken. Either you adjust to their pace or they adjust to your pace. Whose pace have you adjusted to? See, you want to surround yourself. My, my daughter, Ona Brown, who's a speaker and coach, she says, call forth your team, but make sure these are people that you can learn from. i never forget, I'm on a special board with a, a Bishop T.D. Jakes, and we went into a board meeting. He looked at everybody before opening the meeting. He said, as soon as I know as much as you do, you're fired. And with that, the meeting is now open. Everybody continued to learn on that board. <laughs> Trust me that. A friend of mine, Dennis Kimbrough, motivational speaker out of Atlanta, he said, if you're the smartest one in your group, you need to get a new group. So as you look at yourself and look into the future, call forth your team. Uh, George Frazier says, your network determines your net worth. Who do you allow to be in your ear? What kind of relationships are you developing? Are they an asset to you or they are a liability? Do they elevate your spirits or do they tear you down? They get two types of people, nourishing people and toxic people. Nourishing people, they bring the best out of you. They encourage you, they inspire you, they hold you accountable. Toxic people, they are critical people, always telling you what you can't do. They're always measuring your possibilities based upon their failures. My mother said, never let anybody tell you what you can't do, son, especially if they haven't done it. That was Les Brown. His website is lesbrown.com. You can watch today's entire talk on YouTube. It is called Step Into Your Greatness, live seminar by Les Brown. All right, my friend, tomorrow we are kicking off a three-part series on leadership. We've got Darren Hardy tomorrow, uh, John Maxwell on Wednesday, and Robin Sharma on Thursday for our leadership series. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm out. Peace. Thank you.